0: Hello everybody, welcome to episode nineteen of Walk On Radio. Dalmy here with Ryan Humphreys and Humphreys. I did something unprecedented in Walk On Radio history. I went seven and zero in our pick 'em last week. You, you did okay. You, he still had a great week, but I did something we haven't done yet. I can't wait to do it again. This race is is it's looking bad for you. How are you feeling about the race? Well, the disappointing
1: part is that, you know, I really, I did have a good week. You know, I had a five and two week, which is respectable uh, when you're picking, you know, essentially 50-50 games, but that's, that's kind of how my year has been. You know, I've done okay. I have a winning record, but you're doing unbelievable. Uh, so props to you. Obviously, uh, you know, you you know something that I don't, so uh
0: We'll see if uh, the train can keep rolling. Maybe uh, maybe bowl season will will turn things around for me. Yeah, it's good for us because we're you know we're double trouble. I'll do the pick 'em, you got fantasy, and we're winning both of them. We look really good. Let's roll into this episode. And Huff, heard you. Uh, there's some FCS news that you want to talk to us about.
1: Yeah, so a um, couple couple other conferences uh, have decided to uh, play in the spring. Okay, so you know right now the numbers are looking like uh, out of 127 teams, 120. Are gonna play in the spring, so props to the FCS for making that happen. I'm really excited. I know, I know you guys are excited for year-round football, uh, essentially. And you know, I, I just again with with the more teams there are that are playing, it should just be a normal year. And I really think that you know the the publicity part of it that we've talked about uh, is is becoming more of a reality
0: yeah and you know there's a seven undecided right now. 20 have already opted out. What do you think it is with those seven undecided that they haven't made a decision yet? Are they trying to wait it out and see what's going on? Are they still nervous about the coronavirus? Why do you think they still haven't made a decision yet? Yeah, so
1: they're they're all on the same conference, uh, and so I'm sure right now they're they're just trying to make a, a conference decision. You know, the Patriot League, uh, they tend to do things as the Ivy League does. So you know the Ivy League's not playing uh, in the spring. Um, but, uh, you know, I think the Patriot League could follow, uh, now, let me, let me offer this to that. Uh, Patriot League's not very good. You know, they're, they're going to have their automatic qualifier, uh, and that's probably it. So, you know, if you take them out of the mix, that's one more at large, uh, in an already lessened, uh, 24 to 16 team playoff and so that that's one more at large for a team that's probably more deserving
0: yeah and you know there's going to be going to be really fun playoff with everything going on and there is 100 teams that have locked in they said they're going to do it and you know the coronavirus is still real but we're kind of moving we're figuring out the vaccines everything's starting to come and we're getting some good news and lo- everything's looking right but can you see those 100 could a couple of them still opt out do you see them doing it late or do you think those 100 are going to be locked in and they're going to be moving forward I think
1: that um, you know, obviously, with with how times are right now, things are changing daily, uh, and so you you know, it's unfair to say that nothing could happen. But I think at this point, uh, you know, we've played you know five hundred some odd games uh, this season, and it's for the most part, it's been fine. You know, I don't really, you know, you've had cancellations of games, but I don't necessarily think you can trace that back. To, um, I don't think you can trace that back to the games themselves. Um, You know, people live their lives outside of playing football, so it's not fair to say that the, the people that have tested positive got it from the actual football game. And so I just don't know if there's much of a risk of playing football games right now.
0: Yeah, and hopefully, as we keep moving forward in the spring, things will start looking better and better with coronavirus. Maybe it'll, once the vaccines come out, everything will be different and we can finally get back to normal. You know, you're talking about playing 500 games and all this thing in the FBS. And I wanted to ask you this question. In your opinion, and there's been a lot of cancellations, you know, Michigan, they might lose their last two games. Ohio State almost might not be eligible for the Big Ten championship. A lot of things going on, but in your opinion, at the end of the day, do you think that the fall season was a success? Do you think maybe there's things they could have done differently? Maybe they should have all just waited for the spring, or do you think they did what they could and this is it was a success for what they had? I think for what they decided to do, you know, the pushback start, I think it's
1: gone really good. Um, again, we've had cancellations. Uh, the Big Ten started really late. The Pac-12 started really late, um, but I, I think it's gone pretty good. You know, like I said, I don't know that you can trace. Uh, positive tests to the actual football games themselves. So, you know, if we continue this year, we continue to the playoffs and we, you know, get a national champion, then, yeah, I think 2020 was a success.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's, it's been up to the players and the coaches. They, it was their responsibility to, you know, stay indoors, wear a mask, test, do everything. And they took care of it. And, you know, we have to do that in the spring with the FCS and everything going on with that. Another question too, with the, with FBS and the playoffs, you know the NFL has been talking about a bubble situation of, and for their playoffs in the Super Bowl, and uh, I know there's going to be a lot of bowls coming up, bowl season. But let's say just for the national championship, the FBS national championship, do you think they should have a little bubble? Should they do? How do you? How would you handle all these bowls going on in the in the situation of having you know a a bubble, quote unquote? Um, you know, football
1: is different. It's not like basketball. You know, you've got. You know, you've got your 70 players on each side, plus staff, plus, uh, you know, uh, training staff and, and things like that. So the the numbers aspect obviously creates some issues. But, I, you know, I wouldn't be against maybe a uh, semifinal bubble. Maybe you have the, the four teams in, in one location and then they play their semifinal games to stay, to leave. Uh, but I definitely don't think it's necessary for, like, bowl games. You know, to me, that's just the next person on your schedule. Um, The reason I say that for the semifinals is I would hate uh, an Alabama or a Clemson or a Notre Dame or, you know, whoever's in the playoffs, I would hate for them to miss out on a national championship opportunity because, you know, their starting quarterback can't play. You know, that would be a really – It would be a really bad reason to to not win a national championship.
0: Yeah, just like with Clemson losing Trevor Lawrence, it's something that it it could change the whole game. And then with all the contact tracing, you know, we've experienced ourselves. You have one person out, you miss maybe ten or twelve players because they all gotta go just because they've been around it. So definitely a good idea. The bubble, it worked in the NBA. It might be harder with football, but definitely something that could, you know, come into play and that they can discuss and figure out. With, With the NFL though, you I know you mentioned the NFL. To me, that
1: doesn't make sense because they test every day anyway. So, you know, and, you know, they're getting paid to play football. It's not, I mean, you know, college kids have to go to class, have to, you know, they live their lives, but the NFL players, that is, that's their profession. So you can't really, you know, you're not going anywhere. We, you know, you work, you work for us, we pay you. And that's just how it is. Um, And so they test every day. And so I don't really know how necessary a bubble would be.
0: Yeah, the NFL has been doing a really good job. A really good job. If you even cough, they know what's going on and they handle that situation quickly. They have not
1: canceled one game this entire season in the NFL. And, and, you know, people are trashing them because, you know, how they handled – the Baltimore situation rather than the Denver situation. And, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But, you know, I really think the NFL for the most part in unprecedented times is, is handling this the right way.
0: Yeah. And it, it, shout out to, you know, all the sports with, with NBA, with hockey, with yep. NFL. They've yep. been doing the best they can, even the MLB or the yeah MLB. They've all been doing a really good job just trying to get us sports and get us something that we can all enjoy. Uh, we were talking about the, the, you know, the playoffs and the national championship. There's a team, there's two teams that are undefeated right now. And we found out this last week that they had decided to play each other in one of the best games that we might see. We're going to pick it later. We're going to talk about it later. But Coastal Carolina and BYU, man, how excited are we for that game?
1: Yeah, that's, that's going to be awesome. You know, we we were excited for Coastal Carolina and Liberty. Uh, I thought that that was going to be a fun fun matchup. You know, Coastal Carolina made a big push to uh, bring game day to their campus. And so that was that was a lot of fun seeing all their uh, social media stuff. But then, you know, Liberty has some, some COVID scares and... BYU is knocking on the door so you've got two 9-0 programs uh you know both are
0: are our group of five teams and and so I, I think it'll be a I think it'll be a fun one now for BYU because they picked up this game do you think this was the right decision I know if they win this game they get a little bit more credit but honestly do you think beating Coastal Carolina can bump them up to that five or even that four spot and even if they lose they drop down a lot so was this the best decision by BYU to pick up this game I think that it was a
1: decision they had to make uh rather than they wanted to make, because really, when you look at it uh, there's a reason that coastal Carolina hasn't been ranked higher than fifteen this year, whereas b y u you know has been that seven eight nine spot uh in the a p ranking all year, and so to me, this game means more to it can do more for coastal Carolina than it can b y u you know if b y u loses this, that's a huge blemish on their record. But if they win, you know, okay, I don't think that's quite beating Cincinnati or a power five team. Uh, But, you know, they were going to get they were going to get trashed uh, if they didn't pick up this game because they've kind of had that mentality. uh, You know, Zach Wilson wore the headband that said anytime, anywhere, anyone. And so truly, you know. You got to go play anytime, anywhere, anyone. And Coast Carolina was the best choice uh, this weekend.
0: Yeah, and it's going to be a really fun game. We're going to pick them. Coast Carolina, they beat Texas State 4-9-14 last week. And a pretty, pretty easy matchup is Texas State. Uh, let's talk about some scores. Before we get into the scores, man, we have ourselves a college doggy dog. Buffalo, University of Buffalo, Jarrett Patterson, 409 yards and eight touchdowns. I mean, that's insane. G- good on him. Big doggy dog. You know, hopefully that improves his draft stock, improves something with them. And then, you know, Buffalo. We ain't never talk about them, but he is putting them on the map. It's good for him, big doggy dog. You know who went to Buffalo? Who? I got I got this will be interesting. One of the best players in the NFL went to Buffalo. Bet you didn't know. Who?
1: Khalil Mack. Really? Yep, Buffalo Buffalo alum. Man, I'm, it's
0: so weird to see all these, these stars coming from these little schools. Weird you know? schools, I know. It's weird. Yeah. It, but that just also shows how some, you know, you don't have to go to an Alabama. You don't have to go to a Texas. You don't have you to go play, to
1: You can play. You can play. Yeah, you can play, you can play.
0: You can play. Another news, I don't know if you saw on Twitter, you know, this happened on Friday. Uh, high school I don't know, defensive lineman. Yep. I don't know if he was a yep. d- defensive lineman. He, uh, he had attacked the ref, he got ejected, he had a per- personal foul call, got thrown out of the game, runs onto the field, and runs the ref over, and, uh, you know, crazy, goes viral on everything, uh, he, he got arrested, man. That's- he got arrested? Yeah. Wow. Well, he got, they said he got escorted out by police, I don't know if it was for only a day or what, but he ended up getting arrested that night. Wow. I mean, how crazy is that? That is, that is really crazy, uh, yeah. Obviously, inappropriate for the kid to do
1: that. I don't know what was said. I don't know what happened, but definitely not uh, the showing that Texas high school football is uh, accustomed to.
0: Now, this guy was a, they said he was a three-time state All-American wrestler. He was a highly prospect defensive line. Do you think this is going to affect his recruiting? Do you think he'll he'll have no more offers? Do you think somebody will still take him? Or is he going to have to go like the JUCO route and, and figure himself out again? I mean I'm sure somebody will take him but that is for a,
1: if you're a big program you know taking a chance on a on a 3-star kid like that that's a that's quite the ask uh you know obviously he has some uh temper issues to go on the field and uh absolutely declete a ref you know I've been I've been mad at refs before but I've never never once thought I was going to uh go and smash one in the in the middle of the game uh and so I definitely think that his recruiting will take a hit, but hopefully he can find a home and, and play at the
0: next level. And I, and you also, you were telling me right before we started that the high school team that he played for has pulled themselves from the playoffs because of that situation. How do you feel about that? Do you think that was the right move? I, I know they the school probably got a lot of criticism, but, I mean, these are all these high school kids that this one bad decision is going to affect. What's your opinion on that? Yeah, I don't, uh,
1: you know, I definitely do not agree with that because, you know, you're affecting not only that kid's life, you know, he made a decision and, you know, he should be pulled out, but you're affecting the other kid's life. I mean, how do you, how do you tell a senior, okay, that just, just played a high school football game that that was their last game uh, because of someone else's actions? I mean, that's like failing a drug test, okay, and the whole team's out. That doesn't make any sense. I mean, that, that's, that's on that kid. Uh, he made that decision in that moment in time, and, and I don't think it should affect the other kids.
0: Yeah, and hopefully they can figure something out. Maybe they can allow them back in, or if it's a final decision, it really sucks for the kids uh, on that team. Hey, also, high school news. I just want to give a shout-out to my boys in Alvin High School. They have won. They have broken their 30-game losing streak. We have won our first game. Wow! Look, you know I didn't realize it was a thirty-game losing the best. streak. They they haven't won a game in three years. Oh, not not thirty games. Yeah, thirty games. They yeah. haven't won a game in wow. three years. Um, they got their first win. Who you they know. beat? Do you know? Fort Ben Dolas. Okay, never heard of him, but game. Game. it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter, matter if they matter. played a JV team. A win's a win. It's very important to those guys, so I felt I had to shout them out, my Alvin Yellow Jackets. You know, good job of finally getting your win. Senior night, last game of the season. They got their first win. Shout out to my boys in high school football. We, we all love Texas high school football. Yeah. Let's run into some scores. First one, one of our pickums, and uh, we were both really excited for this game. Big 12 championship in, in looking in. Iowa State, they beat Texas. Twenty-three to twenty. This was Texas' chance, and they blew it. Talk to me about this game, man. I,
1: you know, it's just another another week of frustration coming from me uh, as a as a big Longhorn fan. You know, I watched the whole game, and and personally, I think that Texas, you know, outplayed Iowa State for about three and a half quarters, uh, but then down the stretch, per usual, Texas finds a way uh, to to beat themselves. And you know, I, I think there were some questionable coaching decisions. I think uh, I think that the I think Sam Ellinger made some questionable decisions. You know, there was a there was a point in time where he you know he took a pretty big sack. Uh, you know, Cameron Dicker, the kicker, had a had a fifty eight yarder for the win, and that that's a tough task. But right before that, Sam Ellinger took a a six yard sack. It could have been a fifty two yard field goal, and you know I think that makes a difference. I'm not saying he makes it, but definitely his chances go up. And so just just little things like that that are that are disappointing, uh, especially. Uh, in a game where you know texas in a sense controls their own destiny you know they beat iowa state and then all they have is kansas state and kansas left they're probably going to win those two and they walk into the big 12 championship with with an opportunity to play for a big bowl
0: yeah it, you know that's just how texas has been they they always seem to lose the games they can't afford to lose uh iowa state they looked really good they're good they're they've kind of lost 99 chance making the big 12 championship yes so you know iowa state who do you think that second is going to be? Oklahoma State, they got to win over Texas Tech 50-44 to in a shootout. Is it going to be Oklahoma State? Is it going to be Oklahoma? Which one of those two teams do you think is going to compete for that Big 12 championship?
1: Yeah, so here's the problem. I'm not exactly sure on their schedules, but assuming they both have two games left, Oklahoma beat Oklahoma State head-to-head. So mm. I would assume that Oklahoma is going to slip into the Big 12 championship and Man, unfortunately, as much as I hate saying this, I think they probably beat Iowa State. You know, they played earlier in the year uh, when when Oklahoma was kind of you know trying to find their legs, uh, and they're playing really well right now. Spencer Rattler is is slinging the ball. Uh, You know, they've always got great skill players on offense, and I just I just think there's a sense of been there, done that with Oklahoma. And Iowa State hasn't hasn't been to a Big Twelve championship in God knows how long.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a fun matchup for the two. If Oklahoma ends up winning the Big Twelve championship, I know it's probably a long shot, but could you see them getting to the Final Four of the playoffs? No, absolutely no chance. Uh, you know BYU's ahead of
1: them, Cincinnati's ahead of them, Florida's ahead of them, andms ahead of them, and and countless others. But you know, with with winning a, a Power Five conference, they'll enjoy uh, playing in a in a really
0: hyped up New Year's Six Bowl. And finally, with Texas, and we talked about this when the game ended, uh, two questions for you. Tom Herman, is he gone? And two, Sam Ellinger, could you see him with this corona and this extra eligibility? I know he participated in the senior night, but do you think he could stay? Would you see him say- staying for another year and trying to do what he couldn't do before, or is he going to the NFL?
1: Ah, man, that that's tough just because you know, you know how much he loves the University of Texas, um, but man I just don't see him staying you know he he, he's been the poster child for Texas for four years uh and at some point you know you've gotta you've gotta leave the nest and I and I think the the next step for him is the NFL um and and I just I just don't see him staying now Tom Herman could be on the move I don't know um the problem is is at what point does Texas just ride with their coach uh, instead of jumping ship you know from from not winning uh you know they did it Mac Brown, I uh, I still don't know why we we got rid of Mac Brown because Mac Brown is absolutely the man. He's showing that in North Carolina, running a great program there. You know they get Charlie Strong, run him out of town. Now they're at Tom Herman, and now all of a sudden Urban Meyer is our next coach. So I just I don't know where it ends. It's frustrating, uh, and and it's just you know we me and you talked about after they lost to Iowa State. I think Texas has what was it forty five uh, four or five star Mm -hmm. players on their roster and Iowa state had five. And, and, you know, so that just, that says a lot to me. And I know that, I know that rankings and stars aren't everything, but it does count for something. You know, there's a reason we have that. There's a reason that Alabama goes to the national championship every year, it seems like, and it's because they have those big time guys, but you know, it's not all just about the players. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's about the whole program. And I just, I just think the state of Texas Longhorn football is is not where it used to be.
0: Yeah, and a player from Iowa State, he said it the best. He said it was a five-star culture versus five-star players. Yep. And that definitely yep. changed Iowa State. They're always upsetting people, and they have a great school, great culture. Texas, they're a great school, and they have a lot of uh, standards. So I guess running them out of town – the, all these coaches, because they expect greatness every year. But yeah, Urban Meyer. A lot of rumors about Urban Meyer coming to Texas. Apparently his wife has been looking for houses in Austin. Did so. you see
1: Did you see the deal where he he posted a, a video on something and, and um, Texas Longhorn Fan Forum was trying to figure out if it was a hotel room in Austin, Texas? <laughs> and apparently they think that it was a hotel room in Austin, Texas. So obviously the hype around it is crazy. I don't know if I would like it or not, but... I definitely think that it's a possibility.
0: Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. Urban Meyer, great head coach. Playing or coaching for a school like Texas is definitely a combo I would like to see. Another score is uh, Iowa, they beat Nebraska 20 to 20. Nebraska, they're trying to change their culture, come back to what they used to be. Scott Frost is fighting for his life. He might be on the hot seat. Another team, your boys, the Oregon Ducks. They lost to Oregon State, Battle of Oregon, 41 to 38. Man, Oregon, what ha- was this? And I ask this every week bad Oregon game or really good Oregon State game uh
1: again this is normally my answer but bad Oregon game good Oregon State game you know down the stretch Oregon really just gave it away uh, I watched the second half of this ball game and and Oregon's a lot better than Oregon State but props to props to the Beavers for for getting it done you know uh they they QB sneaked on a fourth down on the inch line to win it uh for Oregon State and so that's I know that's a huge rivalry for for two Pac 12 in state rivals uh and so congratulations beavers you know i hate it for oregon they lost some guys uh due to corona uh not due to corona but they opted out before the season uh to go to the nfl or sit out the season and so you know they're a bit depleted but that's probably a game that you've got to win
0: yeah it's and it's a shame for oregon because we were both high uh praising on them hoping that maybe the uh, pac 12 could jump into that final four it's looking like the final four is going to be sec run it's going to be really fun to watch northwestern michigan state man Big Ten. Northwestern is trying to make this miracle run for the Big Ten, and they lose twenty nine to twenty, and an awful game by Northwestern. Awful. But also, and Michigan State's terrible. But they they've surprised some people. They've been doing okay. They beat Michigan, then they come out, they beat Northwestern. Yeah, but they lost to Rutgers. That's true. Yeah, that's a bad loss. I, I think that they're.
1: Let, let's not forget that. Like five years ago, they were a playoff team, if you remember correctly. Carter Cook. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's unbelievable. What a what a change of events for them.
0: Now, Northwestern's fourteen and Indiana's twelve. Is is the Big Ten for Indiana or can Northwestern bounce back and maybe, you know, win win out and have a chance? It's a chance against to to Ohio State is what you're saying? Yes. Yeah. Uh well Indiana
1: just lost their starting quarterback for the year, and so I'm definitely gonna have to definitely gonna have to side with Northwestern on this one. But uh you know, they're they're both fun teams to watch. It's 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 fun seeing new New teams, win ball games, uh, obviously with a really disappointing Penn State year, a disappointing Michigan year, Nebraska's no good. So, you know, somebody in the Big
0: Ten's gotta gotta be behind Ohio State. So it's it's been fun watching them, but I'll I'll take Northwestern on that one. And the problem with Ohio State is like I said earlier, they're one game away from being ineligible. And apparently Michigan I, yep. is done. They don't they not only are they cancel this week, but they might cancel the rest because of corona and injuries and everything with it. So if they lose that game, they and and if they can't pick up another game, they're done.
1: What well, did you hear that Kirk Herbstreit was saying that Michigan was purposely? You know, he he thought there was a chance that Michigan was purposely uh, foregoing the rest of their season so that Ohio State cannot play in the Big Ten championship. What do you think about that? Man, I want, I, I I try to believe in the best in everyone, uh, and so I don't I don't necessarily back that conspiracy. But man. Who knows? I mean, uh, uh, they've been getting whooped by Ohio State for years now. Uh, Harbaugh has never beat Ohio State. Uh, and So who knows? Uh, that definitely hurts Ohio State, though. Not winning your conference championship is definitely – uh, a blemish on your resume for the playoffs.
0: Yeah, and if that happens, and for some reason that bumps them down, I'd, I'd actually be excited because that means that fourth spot can be filled with something we haven't seen for Cincinnati, a BYU, <sighs> something interesting. Or rather three than, SEC schools. Yeah, I mean even Texas A and M, who, who's been surprising everybody. So. Listen to this scenario, okay? Clemson blows
1: out Notre Dame. All right. Ohio State does not win the Big Ten. Okay. Florida beats Alabama, okay, so Clemson's in, okay, we're saying Clemson's in, we're saying Florida's in for beating Alabama, we're saying Alabama is still in, okay, and then all of a sudden A&M slips in fourth and we've got three SEC schools. Mm. Wow. Mm. That would be quite the turn of events. That's going to be tough on Clemson, though. the lone ACC representative. The lone, and I'd, ta- I'd take them. Would I, you? Yeah. I I think coming off a loss uh, to Florida would be pretty demoralizing for Alabama and you know Clemson would be the one seed. You know they would draw uh, a not really great A and M school. Um, I would say that they're a pretty bad number five team in the nation, and so I think Clemson would have a pretty easy one there. And I I, I would take Clemson in that playoff scenario.
0: Yeah, Clemson. They just came off a win against Pitt, fifty two to seventeen. I mean Clemson is just dominating through and through. Trevor Lawrence is slaying that thing. And then A and M they beat LSU twenty seven. Look, A and M. Their pass game is awful. Kellen Mond is, is decent at best, but their run game and their defense is something special this yep. year. They have a great defensive line. They have a linebacker who is all around the field, and the running game. Is, their running back is great. So you know maybe they can pound the rock, but you, they got to throw it around. And I, I know they had a recruit last year. Uh, he was Longview, Texas. Yeah. Yep. Uh um, so,
1: Hain- Hain- King. Yep. That's my neck of the woods. Nine oh three.
0: So maybe he comes back and he does something, you know. I, I'm excited for AM, you know. You're you're Longhorn for life. So you are a little little wishy washy about AM, but seeing them and seeing Texas represent in the final four, that's always something special. Uh number eight, Georgia. They beat South Carolina forty five to sixteen. Man, Georgia, JT Daniels. What have I been I've been trying to preach to everyone that JT Daniels is the answer. I'm telling you, you're Kirby Smart. You're his right hand man. He need they need to hit me up or something. Yeah. But you know, JT Daniels. If if Georgia had JT Daniels the whole time, would they be in the top four right now?
1: Yeah, um, and I I do think JT Daniels is the answer for them. But no, I I do not think so. I think Florida's better than them. I think Alabama is definitely better than them. Uh, and I just I, I don't see it. I don't see Georgia being a, a top team this year.
0: Yeah, and it, it'll be fun to watch them develop with JT Daniels. Now they I think they finally have gotten their quarterback. In uh, other scores, Kentucky, your boys, they lost to Florida. Uh, 34 to 10. Kyle Trask, he is still the Heisman front runner. He's looking great out there. Indiana they beat Maryland 27 to 11, and then uh, Alabama they beat Auburn 42 to 13 in a blowout of the Iron Bowl. Very uninteresting. Alabama is just destroying everyone. And then in the Pac-12, Washington beats Utah 24 to 21. And our final pick'em was something very interesting: the Egg Bowl. You know, Mike Leach versus uh, Lane Kiffin, 31 to 24. Ole Miss gets to win. Talk to me about that game. It was a fun game. You know, the Egg Bowl certainly never
1: disappoints. It's kind of it's kind of like the Red River Rivalry. Uh, you know, no matter what team is actually better, it always seems to be a close one. You know, just, just a lot of heart uh, from those players, a lot of state pride uh, in those players. And Ole Miss, I think, is a better team this year than Mississippi State. Um, and they came out on top, but it was a, a very interesting game to watch.
0: Yeah, and the Egg Bowl, it's always fun to watch these rivalries. Let me ask you this. What is the greatest college rivalry ever? And there's a lot of them. There's Texas Oklahoma, Texas AM. and or Texas AM and versus Texas, the Egg Bowl, the game. Which one would you pick as your number one?
1: That is really tough, um, man. The Iron Bowl comes to mind uh, when I when I think of a college football rivalry, uh, and so so I've you know that one that one's definitely going to be at the top of my list. I think. I think Ohio State Michigan is at the top of the list. You know the way the way they handle that. You can definitely tell that there's a lot of a lot of bad blood between the two. But let me throw a let me throw a wrench uh, in your in your mechanism. The greatest college football rivalry is Harvard versus Yale. Ooh. It's Harvard versus Yale. It's oh, the man. it's the longest running it's the longest running one. Let me throw another one, Dalton. Since we're just talking about rivalry games, I know you saw the uniform releases. Oh. Army oh, yeah. versus Navy, oh, yeah. America's finest. Now, That'll definitely though, be one of our pickems. I
0: think Navy is undefeated with their uniforms. I think Navy beats Army when it comes to uniforms every single year. I, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. I, I think I like theirs more this
1: year, but I, I definitely remember, you know, in years. What about what about when Army did the whole the whole
0: digital camo, oh. digital camo helmet? Pretty sweet. I think for me though, it's just the Navy. They always have like the spray painted helmets with like the design. Their helmets
1: on. are pretty sweet. I don't
0: remember. It was a couple of years ago. They did the ones where they had the battleships on, like yes. spray paint on yes. different ones. I thought those were the coolest helmets ever. But that's a great game, and uh, you know, a lot of people said I was reading online. They said the game, which is Michigan Ohio State, would be the greatest rivalry if Michigan could compete. And and I I I agree with that. You know, and there is a lot of hate there. You know, I,
1: I know on. Um on Ohio State's campus, uh, any sign with an M in it, they X out. Uh, and so just little things like that, that's pretty cool. Uh, but, you know, it's it's a situation like Battle of the Piney Woods for us, you know. It's a great rivalry, and everyone loves it, but we've won nine years in a row. Yeah. So, I mean, how, how hype can you get for, for a game that, you know, the other side hasn't won in years. And that's the same thing with Ohio State and Michigan.
0: Yeah, and even talking about the Piney Woods, even with FBS rivalries, there's a lot of great FCS ones. You know, Montana, Montana State, yep. Battle of the Piney Woods. A lot of great ones, and uh, it's very fun to watch. Egg Bowl happen, Ole Miss gets to win. Let's roll into our picks. We got some really tough ones this week. A&M at Auburn, they're back. Your boys, Auburn is back. You've bet against Bo Nicks every time, and every time you've picked against Bo Nicks, you have lost. I picked them three weeks in a row and I won. AM, like we talked about, great defense, great running uh running game, decent passing game. But they are still number five. AM at Auburn, who's your pick? So, as much
1: as I want to pick Auburn in this one, because I would love for this to be a trap game uh, and ruin Texas AM's playoff hopes, I am gonna take the Aggies. Uh, I think that. I think that Auburn has been wishy-washy all year. You know, they, they've they won some games, but they've also played awful uh, in, in against teams that are better than them, and I, and I think AM is better than them, but hopefully they prove me wrong, but give me Jimbo Fisher in this one.
0: Yeah, I'm going am going AM as well. This was tough for me because I've always picked Auburn and Bo Nix, but... I'm worried about Bo Nix against AM's defense. Their, their defensive line is really good right now. Their pass rush is really good, and their secondary is strong. They have a linebacker who's all over the field. So I think the defense gets the upper hand here, and I'm going with Jimbo Fisher and uh, Call Station. Next game up, we were talking about the BYU at Coastal Carolina, undefeated versus undefeated. Like you said, this is this is more important for Coastal Carolina than it is for BYU. But BYU, BYU has to win this game to continue making this run that they've had. Who are you taking in BYU at Coastal Carolina? Oh man, I've I've been a
1: Coastal fan all year. Uh, I love the turquoise field. Um, I love their mascot name. Uh, what the heck is a to Clear? You know, <laughs> so I'm I'm definitely on that boat. Uh, but for this week, I am taking the Cougars uh, of BYU. I think Zach Wilson is really good. You know, again, I talked about earlier. There's a reason that these these group of five teams. That have the same record. There's a reason that one of them has been ranked really high consistently all year, and the re- and there's a reason that Coastal Carolina has hasn't been higher than 15. Uh, and, and so for that, I am going to take BYU. Uh, I think it's awesome that you know Coastal Carolina had a college game day uh, lined up with Liberty. Liberty can't play, and now we're getting BYU Coastal Carolina this Saturday.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a really fun game, and huh. You know how I how Uh-oh. I am. You gonna do it? You know it? me, man. You've got you've got a huge lead. So. Clemson Notre Dame. I picked the underdog. You've done, and done I, it all year. Could you even call this an underdog because they're both undefeated? I know BYU's been on this hot streak, but Coastal Carolina hasn't lost a game yet either. BYU has gotten more publicity, so I will say that this is a bit of a underdog game for Coastal Carolina. And I think just like with the Notre Dame Clemson game, this game means more to Coastal Carolina. You know they they they're bringing them in cause game day. They need this win to show that they can do this. I'm going with Coastal Carolina. I think this turquoise field, like you said, the logos are really cool. Yep. Man, I yep. if no one else is going to have their back, I am. I love picking the underdog. Give me Coastal Carolina in an upset, and poor BYU they're going to fall down. And it's going to be Coastal Carolina and Cincinnati, the two non-power five still rolling in the undefeated category. Next up we have Indiana at Wisconsin. Wisconsin, they start off hot. They had some corona troubles. Indiana, they're number twelve. They've been moving around and going crazy, but the quarterback's out. Could be a big difference. Indiana at Wisconsin, who you picking?
1: I think with the quarterback out, uh, it's it's gonna be too much for Indiana. You know, they have a solid defense. I, I love I love their coach. He's he's a big defensive minded guy, but I am gonna take the Badgers in this one. I think the Badgers uh have kind of had some
0: ups and downs this year, but Consistently, that's a solid program. So, give me Wisconsin. I'm going Indiana. I'm going to stick with the hot Ooh. hand. They, uh, you know, they're number twelve for a reason. I know they're losing their quarterback, which is a big deal. But I still think as a team they're going to be able to come around. Wisconsin, they start off really good. It makes me a little nervous picking Indiana, but because of Corona and then how wishy-washy they have become, I'm going to stick with Indiana and, like I said, stick with the hot hand. So I'm going with Indiana. And our last pick, them Houston at SMU. It's always a great matchup. You know, Shane Bouchelle. U of H, they've kind of fallen off, but they still have a good quarterback in Clayton. tune. They always recruit well in Texas. Houston at SMU, Battle of Texas. Who are you taking? Yeah, I like
1: Houston. Um, you know, I know some players that actually play for them. Keandre Street, DeKalen Goodson, uh, both from from East Texas. And so I, I keep up with, with Houston Cougar football. But I'm a big SMU guy this year. You know, a couple months ago, or a couple weeks ago probably now, but... Um, I said that SMU could have been a playoff team had they had they won out. I thought they were that good. Obviously, Cincinnati proved me wrong. But I do like Shane Bouchel a lot. Uh, his dad, former Texas Rangers, Steve um, I'm I'm going the Mustangs. They're in Dallas, and I think think this might be a high scoring affair. But give me the Mustangs.
0: Yeah, Houston at SMU. This is uh this is kind of big because this is pretty much Houston versus Dallas, and a lot of people Ooh. in Texas don't realize. How big of a debate Houston versus Dallas is. So I should pick Houston because Houston is superior than Dallas. That is, that is very obvious and well known. Not that I'm Texas. a Dallas
1: native. I consider myself from East Texas. My proximity is obviously closer to Dallas. All my pro teams that I root for are Dallas. And so I'm just gonna have to disagree. We can agree, we can agree to disagree. I know I'm I'm in I'm in H Town land down here, but Dallas is better. Uh and pretty much the only people that think Dallas isn't better. Are the ones that live in Houston. Well, the rest of Texas knows that Dallas is better. To
0: be fair, if we're going to talk about Houston versus Dallas, the last time Houston, Houston Texans and Dallas Cowboys played, Houston Texans won. I was there actually. So maybe what was the last time Houston Texans won a Super Bowl? Never. Okay. Well. When's the last time Dallas Cowboys won
1: a Super Bowl? it's uh, which, been a while. Which one of five?
0: But look, honestly, you know I, I'm talking all about this. But and that's just picking. cheated.
1: That's just cheated. If we're going we to talk about, about rings? We don't need to talk about that. I'm just, I'm just saying. We
0: don't need to talk about that.
1: Mavericks, Mavericks won the title in 11. Houston has Beyonce with one and Travis Scott.
0: Okay. That, I... Like? I, I
1: you want me to you want me no, start an starting No, him? we don't. Okay.
0: Look, I don't know why I'm talking bad about Dallas, because I'm picking SMU. I, you know, We've covered SMU all season long. From the first week, SMU was part of our pick been I like our sh- pick like 10 times yeah, this year. Yeah, but that just shows how how, how good they are and how, the matchups that they have are really good. I'm going SMU. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Shane Bouchelle is going to throw that thing around. Give me SMU. All right, Humph, it's your time. It's fantasy time. I know uh, you're, you're still doing this dream season. We love listening yep. and hearing about what you've been doing with your fantasy. Hopefully we can get that ring this year. So here's your time, fantasy time. Get it rolling. All right, so um, I'm going to start off by
1: saying that I did, unfortunately, suffer a loss this week. Uh, that puts me at 10-2 and two on the season. Obviously, you guys know that playoffs have been a lock uh, since, you know, about a month ago. And so we're not worried about that. Now we're just worried about seeding. Uh, you know, am I going to get that first seed? Going to get that second seed, Um and it's a big deal you know I think there's a huge difference in in who you play uh, as far as the playoff goes if you can secure that number one seed so we've got two games left uh, in the regular season I'm hoping to uh get a win in both of those you know this last week uh it was tough uh, I think I fell victim to uh the Denver debacle with with their the their quarterback situation you know my best player Alvin Kamara they played against Denver and I and it you know, a big Alvin Kamara fan. He's my number one fantasy guy. I watched the whole game. Um, it, it looked like the Saints held him out. You know, he's he's kind of been battling a foot injury. Uh, so they held him out because they knew Denver wasn't going to beat him. And uh, I, I paid the price for it. You know, he only scored six for me, uh, which where he's a, usually a 20-point guy. And uh, I lost a close one, lost by a little over 10 points. And so tough loss, but we're fine. We're going to bounce back this week talk about some other fantasy uh big players this week. Derrick Henry. Mm, officially a doggy dog the Three doggy dog. 3 touchdowns, 170 yards rushing. The dude is unbelievable. Uh I think at this point he's probably going to win the NFL offensive player of the year. I really think he will. Uh, he's going to win the rushing title. He he's simply incredible. But he was not the fantasy football player of the week Dalton. That would be Mr. Tyreek Hill. Oh, 200 200 first quarter yards. Uh, I I thought he was going to break the all-time receiving record, but he ended with, let's see, 45 points in our league, 209 yards, no, 269 yards, excuse me, three touchdowns. I mean, just a a career day for Tyreek Hill. It was simply unbelievable. Uh, You know, if you had him, you more than likely won this week. Prayers for you if you played against him, but, you know, we're coming down the stretch, ladies and gentlemen. You might be in your playoffs of your fantasy football league, we're getting really close. Uh, and so, you know, waivers win Super Bowls. You know, if you're not, if you're not winning, you better get busy trying. That's all I got to say this week.
0: Yeah. And, you know, you talk about your fantasy all the time, and, and I love listening to it. But remember, who gave you Aaron Rodgers? Now, uh, give me a little update on the boy. How's he doing listen, for, our fa- for your fantasy? Is he, he carrying like I thought he would? If there's one thing, you
1: know, uh, let me say this, okay? There's three things in life that are guaranteed, okay? And that's death taxes, and Aaron Rodgers scoring a lot of fantasy mm. points. And that's that's how I'm feeling right now. I, going into the playoffs, I I don't even have a backup quarterback on my roster, Dalton, because Aaron Rodgers is a must-start every single week. It doesn't matter who he's throwing to, the man scores points.
0: Yeah, he's just an absolute dog. And shout-out to Tyreek Hill, man. Anyone who had him on fantasy, like you said, Incredible. they probably had a great week. Incredible. They knew they were going to get a win. We love listening about fantasy football. Let's talk about some NFL a little bit. You mentioned Derrick Henry. That made me ask the question, and we're talking about MVP – and it seems to come down to two people, Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. Come on, Aaron Rodgers. I'm praying you got this. <laughs> Could you throw Derrick Henry in that conversation? I mean, he is the Tennessee Titans at this point. Yep. Ryan Tannehill doing a great job, but Derrick Henry is carrying that team. Could we put him at maybe third, maybe fourth, maybe fifth in that MVP race? Yeah, I
1: think you can. Uh, no, he will not win the MVP. Um, you know, the last time a, a non-quarterback won that, I don't even know how long it's been. Uh, not my, not in my recent lifetime, but... Um, you know, I, he's going to win Offensive Player of the Year. You know, if it ended at this point, he definitely would. But, yeah, I just, I, it's such a quarterback award. You know, the quarterbacks, I just, what are the Packers without Aaron Rodgers? What are what are the Chiefs without Patrick Mahomes? You know, and I know you can say that about Derrick Henry. What are they without their star running back, Derrick Henry? But, I don't know. I, I just, I think it's different, uh, and I think, I think it's a two-man race at this point.
0: And who do you think has the upper hand right now? I know Aaron Rodgers has been hot, but Patrick Mahomes has just been doing what he does all the time upper hand I'll go Patrick Mahomes um and I know I know
1: that I'm I'm the the guy that came up with the whole you know new new player to win the MVP he, he just got off of an MVP two years ago won a Super Bowl last year but man that dude is playing some football but Aaron Rodgers is is absolutely in this race uh you know he's got a really cool story because you know last offseason a lot of people counted him out a lot of people said that he couldn't ever play at the level that uh that he'd played at before, and I think maybe I was one of those those people. And you definitely and he's, were. He's proved me wrong, uh, and and he is he is really playing football at a high level. And Dalton, if I had to pick today, my two Super Bowl teams are the Kansas City Chiefs and the Green Bay Packers. Mm. And I think oh, and I man. think I think this is a direct result of that. You know, your quarterback, the play of your quarterback, nine times out of ten speaks of how your team is playing.
0: Yeah, and it's crazy. to think, thing too of the stat. He's only thrown to a first-round draft pick receiver twice. It was the same receiver. He threw it to him twice. He's always had these guys. You know, Devontae Adams was created through Aaron Rodgers. Devontae Adams, I don't know if he's the same without Aaron with Rodgers. He's created Jordy Nelson. Whoever thought Jordy Nelson was going to be a great receiver? Greg Jennings, Donald Driver. Jordy Nelson. I Man, love me some Jordy Nelson. I love we Jordy We miss Jordy Nelson. We need him back. But, yeah, Aaron Rodgers doing great. Patrick Mahomes doing great. We have some NFL issues going on. Oh. We had a little debacle last oh. week. The Denver Broncos and the Raven Steelers. If y'all saw Denver Broncos, all their quarterbacks were out with Corona, so they had to bring in a practice squad guy who hasn't played quarterback in what two, three years. He was working sales. He comes in and apparently he had. I didn't watch the game, but apparently he it wasn't good. Didn't throw. I only had one pass, maybe. Well, you know who they didn't
1: call. Who? They didn't call Ryan Humphries, okay, and I'm Ryan saying. and Ryan Humphries is one and in in emergency <laughs> quarterback games. I'm just saying, okay. And you have you have a couple touchdowns. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, it's whatever Denver, but you know, I, I definitely would be willing to give you all my number.
0: But how do you feel about the whole situation? Because a lot of fans are angry that why did the Broncos have to play? Yet the Ravens and the Steelers got moved back a couple games. A lot of people are saying it's unfair. You know, the Broncos should have the same way. What's your reaction to that? Do you think because the Broncos, you know, they're not they're not a very good team this year? Ravens and Steelers were both playoff teams. What's your reaction to everything that went down this last week? I don't know what the right decision was, but let me. This
1: is what the this is what the decision was made off of. Okay, so Baltimore they were scheduled to play on Thanksgiving, and then it gets moved to Sunday, then it gets moved Monday, then it gets moved to Tuesday, and they end up playing on Wednesday. So, you know. Obviously, there was a big push to play that game, but here's the difference. Baltimore had a, a, a corona outbreak, okay? They had multiple upon multiple positive tests, okay? So, obviously an issue, okay? You know, earlier in the year, Tennessee dealt with it, but there, there were multiple positive tests. Now, the difference in that situation and Denver's situation is Denver only had one positive test, their quarterback room had just been negligent on wearing masks, okay, and 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 the NFL released a statement saying that you know it was on you to wear masks. That that is that is something that that you had to take upon yourself to to be uh, consistent on wearing a mask. You know, meeting rooms, practice, all that. Well, third string quarterback tests positive for corona. Apparently it came out that nobody in the quarterback room had been wearing a mask. Well, boom, they're all gone. Contact tracing, but that is on them. That is on that is on the quarterback room as a whole. Baltimore can't necessarily prevent an outbreak. You know what I mean? So, so to me, it is different. Um, I think one, I think one is one side's fault and one is
0: the other side's fault. Yeah, and it's really a shame for Denver because you have two quarterbacks. You have Blake Bortles. Was good, he's trying to come back. This was his chance, and then you have Brett, you know, Brett Ribkin, I think he's from Boise State. This is his chance to kind of break out and show that he can play. And because they're not, you know, doing the right thing, wearing the mask, yeah, Andrew Locke, yeah. But Drew, I'm saying, like, for the backups that have the chance to go in and show themselves, they just didn't follow direction, and that's what happened. But shout out to the guy who played, he, you know, he didn't do very good, but for someone who had to come in and play quarterback for something he hasn't done in a while. It's really, it's really good for him. Shot, but they're all tested negative, so they're back. So he's gone. Unfortunately, that I heard they brought him back to the practice squad. But it's a really cool story, and I'm glad he got to do that. Yep. So we're gonna run through some scores because we're gonna talk division. But first, you know, we always talk about our boys. So Dallas and Washington. Uh, I remember last week you, you you laughed in my face on air when I picked Washington. You thought it was a lock for sure. You were in this race, the NFC East All Star team, and then Washington comes out and beats Dallas 41 to 16. Oh, I know this is going to be tough, but talk to me about this game. I'm going to spend, like, two
1: minutes on it, okay? Not No no time at all because I, I'm, I'm tired of getting mad about it. You know, I, I told myself I wasn't going to going to get too emotionally invested the next couple of weeks, and then Cowboys go and beat the Vikings, and they, they reel me right back in, and I think we're going to win the Super Bowl. And so it just – I'm tired of it, Dalton. Um, if you watch the game on Thanksgiving, um, what were some of the coaching decisions that were made? Mm. for? I, the the going for it on fourth and ten on your own twenty four yard line down by four points with thirteen minutes to play left in the game are you kidding me I, I, I just, and the score the score didn't show how close the game was it kind of got out of hand late uh, but it's just unacceptable at this point I, I just I don't even I don't even know where to start I'm tired of I just want to win I'm tired of hearing I'm tired of hearing trade Zeke trade Amari you know Dak's not our guy blah 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 we have an incredibly talented young group of guys but just for whatever reason you know one week it's Zeke fumbles one week it's McCarthy can't call plays one week it's fire killing Mon one week it's Jerry Jones is the worst GM in the NFL and it's just it's just always something and I'm tired of it and I just I don't know
0: I don't know the answer I, I'm, I'm tired of losing Dalton yeah and I think y'all are gonna come back once Dak gets healthy your own line gets healthy you get a good draft pick because you're gonna be high up in the draft you have a great young receiving core, and you fix a couple things on your de- defense. I think y'all are close. Y'all still have a really good team. It, it sucks to injuries and corona. It did that, but it did that to a lot of teams. There are a lot of ACL injuries. I mean, look at the Niners. The Niners went from playing the Super Bowl to not even competing right now. They've they just been struggling. So it's understandable. It happens to the best of us. Fortunately for you, the Packers, oh, my goodness. We beat the Bears 41-25, to complete opposite of what happened to you. It was just total domination. Aaron Rodgers, he came out and had himself a show. I know you needed him to put up a couple points for your fantasy to make it close, and yep. he did that. Robert Tanyan, he is first in, in touchdowns. He's doing really good. Our team just looks good. Our defense, is it, it did better. It's the Bears, so we can't really base it on that, but we're improving. So you know, shout out to the Packers. We, we, can, we can make the Super Bowl run. It, it could happen. We just cannot blow these. When we play against good teams above 500, we can't blow those games. Shout out to the Packers. Hopefully, we can keep winning. Dallas I just Cowboys. I just wouldn't want to play Aaron Rodgers right now. You but know, I'm, he's just he is really playing at a high level. And I remember in our NFL preview, I went on my tangent. I said it's a revenge tour. He's angry. Everyone said he can't do it no more. We're a run first team. I mean, he's, look doing at him. He's, he's doing, doing it. He's doing it, and he's throwing. He got Devonte Adams, and that's it. Alan Lazar, We had a little bet with Michael Gallup. That bet died a long time ago when Alan Lazar went on the IR. So he doesn't have a lot of people. So
1: you know, who hasn't done as much as. You know, you thought they would, and I, and I think it's because they're throwing the ball so effectively. But Aaron Jones, he's had an okay year, yeah. but Jamal Williams is is doing just as good as him, you know?
0: Yeah, and it's surprising, too, because, you know, we draft A.J. Dillon. We're setting up for this Hasn't even trio. I, we have this trio of running backs that we're trying to get going, and then Aaron just comes down and does his thing. And I don't know if it's because Lafleur kind of gave Rodgers the reins again, or they're kind of working together. They realize he's still got it in him. But I like what we're doing. We kind of have a a good mix of both. And when Aaron Jones needs to play, he can play. Yeah, Man. no, I'm not saying he's done bad. I'm
1: just saying, you know, last year he had what 18 touchdowns. Yeah, well, he's not even close to that now. I mean, but
0: to be fair, most of the time Rodgers bring him down to the two Jones. Dude, walks they in. are
1: the king, and, and I know this because I'm uh, Aaron Rodgers fantasy football owner. But. They're the king of the play action pass from the one yard line. They oh, yeah. love it. They they throw it about every game.
0: Yeah, and if it's not Devonte Adams, we have three great tight ends who seem to be getting the ball all the time: Tanya, Lewis, and Sternberger. So we have a nice system. We have a nice Tanya's offense.
1: fun to watch. He's like a baby kittle.
0: He's stud. Well, they're yeah. they best friends. I, yeah, and they you, work out together. you told me that. They even got the same little ponytail shave yeah, size. They're kind of a cra-
1: Crazy tight end
0: person, and it's great. And you know, speaking of tight ends, I was gonna bring up when you were talking about Mahomes. Travis Kelsey is third in receiving yards he's in the NFL.
1: He is a Travis Kelsey is king mismatch. Let that let dude's tell you. a stud. That dude's unbelievable.
0: But unfortunately for me, <laughs> could he, he be the
1: greatest tight end of all time when it's all said and done?
0: Man, I don't know. Because, you know, everyone bases the tight end off of, you know, how can you catch and how can you block? Because is he a good blocker?
1: I don't okay. watch that.
0: He's okay. He okay. he's not, he doesn't, you know, he's not gonna throw people around. He does what he needs to do. And that's when the problem, because a lot of people say, well, why isn't Shannon Sharp in consideration? And, you know, Tony Gonzalez has been kind of considered, but he's a little uh, iffy about it because they were receivers first. You have people like Gronkowski who can do both, you know, uh, there's a lot of good tight ends that you have to be good at both. Kittle is a great blocker, but he can also catch the ball. Kellen
1: Winslow, Mike Ditka, you know, yeah. got really hard-nosed guys like yeah, that. Yeah, the
0: old-school tight end. Yeah, and I think Travis Kelsey is this new breed of tight end that is really athletic and can block. He's not going to destroy people, but he he can get the job done. But his receiving and his route running is where he shines at. Yeah. And then, you know, that just shows with people like Darren Waller. And we have this new generation of tight ends, and I was going to say – that group of tight ends is what's going to get me fired because I'm <laughs> yeah. the old school block first. You know, I can run a route, but it's not going to be pretty. And you got all these studs that can fly around and move like a receiver.
1: You're, you're more of
0: a neck roll, taped
1: fingers, oh. uh, middle middle bar down your face mask type I guy, That's what you're saying.
0: Yeah. And I, I tried to wear a neck roll uh, spring ball in high school. I couldn't get down a stance. If I could, I'd be wearing a neck roll still. So, <laughs> you know, I am the definition of an old school uh, tight end. But we love the new school tight ends. We love Travis Kelsey, and we love everyone that's playing. You're a fullback at heart, is really man. Really nice. I, I've been begging to run a fullback. You're offense. a fullback. I, I would love to play fullback. Put, put me at quarterback
1: and run power behind you on the one yard line. And, yeah. I,
0: and I'm telling you, we'd score. Or just give me the ball. Easy. Just give uh, me the ball. I don't know I, if I I the about hand the ball I'm gonna score about. 15 I'd rather throw it to you than hand it to you. I don't know. Well, you never know. That could happen. <laughs> but let's run through some scores before we talk about the division. Houston, man, Houston, they are they are looking really good. Forty one to twenty five, they beat Detroit. Deshaun Watson, he is looking great. If they only started like this, they would have been on top like we thought they would. Did you hear the news about Houston though? Did not. Will Fuller? Oh yeah. For uh six games of St. Yeah, no. no he, was for the saying, year. he was saying it was yeah, some said medical. It was an accident. I don't but. Know. Apparently, it was him and another player, too. It was two players. Yeah, it seems fishy to me. And I don't know if you've seen it's the probably game, why he had such a good year. Huh? But uh, people have been saying, well, Brian Cushing is a strength coordinator. Yeah, oh, he's been busted a, a time or two. That's a, and that's a shame because that... Talk know, about a
1: blow in fantasy football because Will Fuller has had a really good year.
0: Yeah, thank God he didn't join the Packers, huh?
1: Oh, I just, oh wow, I forgot about yeah. that. They were about to trade a... a, a First or second rounder for they him. They were asking
0: for a first round for him.
1: Wow. Yeah, glad he did do that. That's a
0: it's a it's a shame for Deshaun because he's been doing really well, and losing Will Fuller is gonna suck. Chargers at Buffalo. Chargers lose seventeen to twenty seven. Josh Allen, Buffalo Bills. They they're surviving. They haven't been in the news very often, but they're still winning. Chargers, they're going to be really good in a couple of years. I think. I think the Chargers are going to be really good and surprise a lot of people. I think they're close. They're really close. They just got to fix a couple more things. Carolina and Minnesota. Minnesota wins 28-27 to 27 in a close matchup. Kirk cousins is playing some football now. I know. He came you. out to play. He, yeah. he like that because he likes that. Yeah. He, he's <laughs> a stud. Giants at Cincinnati. Man, that's just a not game nobody cares about. 19-17. Do you know who <laughs> played quarterback that game? Who? Colt McCoy. I heard he, Cole was, McCoy I heard he was starting this week. I didn't know. He didn't know do mean. good. Oh. But he played. <laughs> it's a shame. I, I really you know, there's two players that I wish could have been really good, Colt McCoy and AJ McCarron. Two great college quarterbacks that just really struggled in the NFL. And it's really a shame. Hopefully Colt McCoy can get it done. Are the Giants the first place in the NFC East? I'm shaking my head. Oh. I know you can't see me, oh, but I'm man. shaking my head. First place in the NFC East All-Star team.
1: Yeah, I mean that's like saying. You're the, the most skinny fat kid, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't really mean that much.
0: Well, you know what? They they might make a run in the playoffs if they surprise a lot of people. Hey, Cole McCoy and the New York Giants.
1: It's like I told you, it is scientifically proven you cannot win the Super Bowl. Unless you make the playoffs, So props to you, New York Giants.
0: Hey, watch Saquon come back. What if back they had the Saquon? Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Saquon, uh, yeah, he'd be the one that comes off of an ACL tear.
0: You know, just like just like uh, Carolina or just like the Chargers, I think the Giants are really close. They, they, they're kind of developing. I think if they get a better quarterback and they kind of fix their defense a little bit, they might have something special. They have Evan Ingram at tight end. He's a good – he's part of the new generation of tight ends. Yep. Miami and New York Jets, Jets still have not won a game. 20-3, to 3, Miami has won. Will they
1: go 0-16, Dalton? What do you think? Yeah, they will. You think so? They
0: will, and Trevor Lawrence is going to look good. You really think they're going to go 0-16? I think so. They God, are awful. Dude, that is they so are, tough. They are so bad. That is so tough. They are awful. New Orleans against Denver, we all know how that game went. 31-3, to 3, New Orleans gets to win. Denver, man, they're just fighting for their life.
1: All right, I, wait, let me, let me interrupt you. This is this is New York's remaining schedule, Okay. They play the Raiders this week. That's a loss. Okay. They go to Seattle. That's a loss. Oh, they then go to the Rams. Loss. They play a pretty good Cleveland Browns team. Cleveland could find a way to mess that up. Yeah. But probably I, so they will, the they'll be too. underdogs. They'll be underdogs. And then they end at the Patriots. Ooh. Belichick will definitely make them 0-16. Oh, so yeah, man, I don't
0: know. The you Patriots heard it here first.
1: It. New York Jets. Hey. You say that, but they just beat your little Cinderella Arizona Cardinals team. Yeah. Kim Newton yeah. threw for like 26 yards. Hey, and, and
0: what? Gunnar Osheski almost returned oh, a punt. For yeah. A oh, he should. He, he did I return know. a punt for a touchdown. What a, what a bonehead block. Alvin's just been winning this week. Good for them. But yeah, Patriots. There, you know, they beat my car. They beat the Cardinals twenty to seventeen. Man, my Cardinals, man, they're so close. They just gotta keep going. Kyler Murray. Kyler's of, pissing me off. I'll tell you that. He's he in the MVP race the now. You're gone. Oh, I don't.
1: I mean, he can't
0: even spell MVP. He
1: needs. He needs <laughs> to throw
0: the ball to DeAndre Hopkins. Three out of every five plays. Let me tell you. Yeah, the other two to Larry Legend, the goat. Yeah. Kansas City against the Bucks, twenty-seven to twenty-four in a close matchup. That one.
1: It that was like such a quick turnaround. If you were watching that one, it looked like. Kansas City might beat Tampa Bay by a hundred, and then out of nowhere, Tom Brady said, "You know, you might be the 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 goat now, but I'm the goat forever." And so it was a fun game to watch. I know that was a big win uh, for Patrick Mahomes, you know, personally, just because you know Tom Brady is is who he's chasing. Uh, and I think I think at the end of the road, I think maybe we'll be comparing the two.
0: Well, yeah. Let me ask you this: At the end of the day, when Patrick Mahomes hangs up his jersey, will he be the greatest quarterback in NFL history? I think.
1: That it's hard to say he's going to win five more Super Bowls. Okay. That, that's hard. But does hard he to, have
0: to? Does he have to win five more to be considered the go with the stats that he's already catching up to? So, no, that, that,
1: I, you make a great point right there. I don't think that he has to win five more Super Bowls to be uh, Tom Brady, but, you know, that'll hang over him if he does, if he doesn't. Okay. But statistically speaking, yes, he will end up as the greatest quarterback of all time. He'll have more touchdowns than Breeze, have more touchdowns than Brady. Have more
0: wins, have more yards, everything. And you know what's crazy is he almost was a Chicago Bear. Man, that would have been that hurts. That would have been tough. No, that does not hurt for anybody. Not for you, for, but for Chicago. It hurts, hurts for Chicago. They picked Mitchell Trubisky over old Mahomes, but you know what? That's okay. And you know, with Tampa Bay, there's a player that's been surprising me. That's Ronald Jones. They're yeah, running he's running the ball really fifth well. In rushing yards, he's doing really well. And I thought Leonard Fournette was going to be the guy. But Ronald Jones, he stepped up and said, give me that. I, I don't want know the why rock. they brought Leonard Fournette in. He's, I thought maybe he could be like the third down back. I was
1: never a Leonard Fournette fan. Really? Nah. I, I, I thought that Jacksonville made him worse, uh, but I didn't ever think he was good. And now, you know, I'm kind of kind
0: of getting proved right on that. Yeah, hopefully he can bounce back, turn around. But Ronald Jones, he, he is the guy right now. Seattle at Philadelphia. Wow. Philadelphia's defense came to play that game. 23-17, yeah, well, to 17, Seattle gets to win. Carson Wentz did not. Man, did you see that? You know, everyone, this was supposed to be the game that Jalen Hurts was going to be the guy. They're going to put him in. He goes in for a couple of plays, hands the ball off.
1: Yeah, well, then he but then he came in, completed a really nice pass, and the next play they take him out. So I just, I don't know. Do you I, think
0: Jalen Hurts will be the starter by the end of the season?
1: If social media has something to say, he will. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I apparently the Eagles, you know, front office is a bit incoherent in who they draft and and how they use them, but. Um, you know, hey, I heard something on on Monday Night Football. They drafted uh, J.J. Arthega Whiteside. Is that his name? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, they drafted him over DK Metcalf. Do you know that? No. Wow. And DK Metcalf had 160 yards uh, on Darius Slay the other night. Unbelievable. DK Metcalf. I don't know if
0: you saw, it, but. Uh, Philadelphia's defensive coordinator went up to him told him, you're not, not Calvin Johnson.
1: Thomas? Yeah, well then DK
0: said, you're right, I'm not. I'm, I'm DK Metcalf. Yeah. And they showed the stats but above them at the time, how many games they played. DK's already ahead of them. Okay, now. Let's let's
1: slow our roll here. Let's remember that DK Metcalf is playing for the ridiculous pass-first offense Russell Wilson-led Seahawks, okay? Calvin Johnson was a part of a 0-16 Detroit Lions. Mm. So... I don't know if we can really base stats on it, but Calvin Johnson is uh, definitely
0: the greatest receiver in our lifetime. You think so? Our lifetime for sure. I could agree with that. And you want to hear a fun fact? Apparently, Calvin Johnson has hit up Aaron John- or Aaron Rodgers at one point. Said he wanted to play for the Packers. He was almost in the green and gold. Oof, My goodness, boy. we would have won. Maybe twelve Super Bowls in a row. You think he could come back right now and, and catch some touchdowns? I'd have to see. I how. think he'd be a crazy red run zone threat. I don't think I've ever I've seen him in like an interview or on social media since he retired. I don't know what he's up to, but I mean, if, if T O looks the way he is and can still move, Calvin Johnson can, or like Chad Johnson or yeah, Chad Ochocinco, especially because he retired run? so young. Yeah, no, I you know it'd be something to it'd something be fun. to play with. But DK Metcalf, he's the new Megatron now. He's a baby Braun, if you saw that. Baby Braun. Baby Braun. <laughs> Another score is Tennessee. They beat Indiana 45 to 26. Man, your boy is Indiana. Or Indianapolis, Indianapolis. not <laughs> Indiana Indianapolis. Yikes. Not not the best game. Phil Rivers, he's got a little bit of a foot injury. I did pick Tennessee though, but I I, yeah. I, do, I do
1: like I do like Indianapolis. You know, Jonathan Taylor had to sit out this week with COVID. Oh. He comes back this week. I'm starting him. That's my boy. Uh-oh. Hey, yep, I'm starting they him. Playing? Um, Houston, like Whoa. the worst rush defense in the league, so this he disappoints me. He's done, <laughs> I'm
0: cutting him off. <laughs> Cleveland, they beat the Jags 27 to 25. Man, Cleveland, is Cleveland
1: about to make the playoffs, don't They are so wishy-washy. Is that Washington? gonna happen?
0: Uh, they they're gonna make the playoffs. They have secured the first
1: uh non-losing season, uh, in for like a really long time.
0: You know, with eight wins, they they do confirm that they can't have a losing year. I, just, I, I think if they make, they're they going to make playoffs, but they're going to get blown out of the first game. I just think they're too wishy-washy. Uh, well, let me
1: – if they can keep it a close game with whoever they're playing and they don't have to chunk the rock and
0: they can rely on Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, you never know. You I, never know. I, I'm a big beggar guy, so I hope they do because I like him. I like how he plays. I've liked him since college, so hopefully he can do well. And, and the shocker of the year, of the century – Atlanta Falcons beat the Los Angeles Raiders. No, they didn't beat them. The Las Vegas Raiders. They didn't beat them. Los Angeles. Them. They dismantled 43 them. 43-6. Dismantled. No Julio Jones either. No. I ask this every time. It was a
1: horrendous, <laughs> horrendous Las Vegas Raiders game. Jeez. They keep happened? disappointing us. Me and you. Was it Derek Carr or was it, was it everybody as a whole? It was the state of Nevada. That's, that's whose <laughs> fault it was. Me and you have been... On the Raiders hype train for months now, and I don't know. I'm disappointed. Do you? Are they still going to make the playoffs? It's close. It's close. Um, that that wild card race uh, for the AFC is is really up in the air. Especially you know you've got a Baltimore team who's sitting at six and five right now. A Raiders team who's six and five. Um, newsflash, everyone. Miami seven and four. They're a playoff wow. team right now. Miami's a playoff team. Cleveland's a playoff team. I mean, wow! That's 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 2020 for you. And
0: they've added. They, didn't they add an extra spot yep. in
1: the playoffs? Seven. There'll be seven teams this that's year. That's going to be great. So three wild cards. Man, yes.
0: Ra- Raiders versus Dolphins right now. Who would you take?
1: The Raiders. I still take the Raiders. You still, you yeah, still trusting them? Yeah, they're they're a they're a better team. Uh, but Dolphins are fun. I I say we stick with Fitz Magic, but nah. you
0: know, I guess it's two. I mean, Italian. they're getting it done. So. Good for good for the Dolphins, good for the Raiders, except for last week. Good lord, the Falcons! I mean, the Falcons suck. So this game doesn't mean anything for the Falcons. They just went out there and they destroyed the Raiders. Uh, the Niners and the Rams. The Niners win 23 to 20. Man, Big upset there. Close one. The Rams. The Rams be kind of wishy-washy too. And the Niners, look at them. You know, they had all these injuries, and it, it's a shame for them. Hopefully, they'll be able to bounce back, just like your Dallas Cowboys. And finally, at the end, Pittsburgh versus the Ravens, 19 to 14. Ravens had RG3. Then they have the goat Trace McSorley from Penn State come out there and get a couple of throws in. Just a kid from Briarwood, but Pittsburgh is still undefeated, and they might finish the season undefeated. What do you think about that? Let me let me give me give me like two seconds to pull
1: up their schedule. I don't I don't see that just because it it's only happened. There's only been one sixteen and 0 team uh, in the regular season ever. Uh, okay, they've so okay. Well looking at it they might have a chance to <laughs> talk. they play washington okay that's oh. probably a win they go to buffalo that's that's okay. a that's a that's a a formidable foe you know buffalo could win that one and they go to cincinnati with no joe oh, burrow no. uh they've got the colts okay the colts the colts they've could got surprise a them. colts have really good defense and then they finish in cleveland can cleveland Ooh. can cleveland be the reason that
0: pittsburgh doesn't finish 16 now they already lost to Cleveland, or they lost to Cleveland lost to Pittsburgh, to Pittsburgh before. Yep. So maybe they can come out, get a little revenge in. Let me ask you this, and I think I know this answer, but it's fair I have to ask. The Chiefs versus the Steelers right now. I I think the Chiefs I think the Chiefs kill them. I I I don't think that
1: Pittsburgh will make it to the AFC championship. Wow. I don't. I Tennessee's better than them. I'm telling you. Man. I am telling you that Tennessee is better than them. I we right love- now, what what did I tell you? When Tennessee is able to play their game and run the ball 30 times with Derrick Henry, and he's toting the rock, and play action pass it, throw it to A.J. Brown, they are tough to beat. And I'm telling you, I am telling you, the AFC Championship will be the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tennessee Titans. Man,
0: who would have thought Tennessee Titans? I remember them being so bad, Yeah, and they've, they've turned it around. Yep. Now, And let me ask you this, another scenario. Let's say Tennessee makes this miracle run Super Bowl. Packers at the Tennessee Titans. Well, not at the Tennessee Titans, but Packers versus the Tennessee Titans. Who's winning that Super Bowl matchup? Don't That's say? tough. That is so tough, man. You've
1: got, you've got Aaron Rodgers versus Derrick Henry. The yeah, Packers run defense is absolutely atrocious. I think we're like third. I think we are last. It is atrocious.
0: But give me the Titans. The oh Titans beat the God. Packers. In the Super Bowl. But, but it, the Tennessee secondary is awful, and they're playing the yeah. GOAT. Huh? Yeah. Period. I think it, that'd be a high-scoring affair. Bailey the Packers up. We, we, would, we would be able to stop Derrick Henry just enough, I hope. Oof, that's a big man. And T- uh, Tannehill isn't throwing on Jair Alexander, the best cornerback in the NFL right now. AJ Brown is pretty good. Never heard of him. Let's get into <laughs> our picks. we got an NFC North matchup. We have Detroit at Chicago. You know, both teams, Chicago started off really hot. Detroit, they surprised people. Matthew Stafford's always getting it done. Who are you picking for this game?
1: Man, these are two not very good teams. It shows that we we don't really have any close games this week. Mm -hmm. But it's Trubisky time in Chicago, baby. They're winning at home. They're going to rely on their defense. And I think Mitchell Trubisky is going to beat the Detroit Lions this week. Did you just say they're relying on their defense? Is Chicago? Yeah, Chicago has an awesome Who Aaron Rodgers
0: just put 41 points Okay,
1: on well, he's the NFL MVP this year, probably. Ooh, so I like the sound of that. Yeah, well, Chicago's defense is legit. Roquan Smith, Khalil Mack, those guys are, are the real deal. And Chicago wins this week. Yeah,
0: I was gonna go Chicago, but you know, I watched the game against the Packers and it was it was embarrassing for Chicago. I'm going Detroit. I think Matthew Stafford is still a good quarterback. Detroit, ugh, man, they they just struggle, but I have Adrian Peterson, maybe he can run around do something special. I don't care for either of them. Packers are the goat. We're the best in the NFC North. Um, but give me Detroit. Next
1: Since we wait wait wait. Since we're talking divisions, are we are we talking this division up over Green Bay's got it easy? Yeah, yeah, I, I think so too. Uh, you know, looking at the the records right here, uh, Chicago is five and six. Detroit is four and seven going to be tough to get a wild-card spot with those records. But yeah. I think if Chicago were to win this one, they would at least be in the conversation.
0: Yeah, and I, I think it's it's all over for now. Uh, we were going to talk about division this episode, but we kind of re- we went over time. So I think next episode we're going to go all in on division talk because we're going to get closer and closer to the playoffs, and it gives us more time to go in-depth re- with each uh, division. So we're going to wait till next week for that one. But, uh, yeah, Packers, it's their division to lose. Uh, it doesn't matter who's going to be in second. The next matchup is Cleveland at Tennessee. Both teams are really good. Tennessee, they 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 kind of fell off, but they're still the goat. Derrick Henry, big doggy dog of the century. Cleveland, surprising a lot of people, wishy washy, but they're still winning. Who you got in this matchup? They're at Tennessee. This is a huge
1: matchup, uh, really, for both teams. You know, Tennessee is kind of has sole possession of the AFC South right now. Cleveland's still fighting for a wild card spot, uh, but I don't know how good Cleveland is. And I really think Tennessee is the real deal. So give me the Titans. I seem to always pick the Titans. Uh, they're in our pick them a lot. So they've they've obviously had a, a really, really fun schedule uh, the last couple of weeks. But uh, give me Derrick Henry. Give me A.J. Brown. And give me Derrick Roberson.
0: Shout Sam, Houston. Houston. Sam
1: Houston State alone, outside
0: linebacker. Yeah, I'm going Tennessee as well. Uh, I think they're, you know, Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry, and Tannehill can get it done. But I am interested to see how Cleveland defense can handle that. Miles Garrett is still one of the best defensive linemen in uh, the NFL right yep. now. But uh, you know, Derrick Henry is just unstoppable, and AJ Brown is on a tear. And even when they, if they cover up AJ Brown, Corey Davis Corey is Cord Davis is a good player. Yeah. They have a really good offense, and uh, their defense I think can handle it. You know, they they had a little issues at, at the linebacker, but their corners they they do enough. So yeah, give me Tennessee, but. Cleveland needs this game. I think they need this game to prove that they are a playoff team and they can run with the big dogs. You know, they had their chance against Pittsburgh and they lost. And uh, I think the next up is Tennessee. If they can beat Tennessee, it will be a statement game for them. But I think Tennessee will get it done. I agree. I think If Cleveland wins this one, they are absolutely a playoff team this year. Yeah, and they find, you know, a lot of people said, do they deserve it? If they get this win, they deserve it. And hopefully they'll make a good run. mm huh Next game is the Rams at Arizona. Man, the Rams, we both were surprised by how the Rams have been playing. Arizona, they are my underdog team. My Cinderella story, Kyler Murray kind of fell off last week. They lose to the pass, but Arizona still Arizona. They have D-Hop, they have Larry Legend, and they have a decent defense. And then you have the Rams. Jared Goff, he's been balling up. Aaron Donald, the best player on defense in the NFL. The playing at Arizona, who you got for this one?
1: Yeah, uh, watch closely uh, the Arizona games the last two weeks. Shout out DeAndre Hopkins, my receiver one in fantasy football. I've been disappointed with what I've seen uh, from Arizona, from Kyler Murray, from from Cliff Kingsbury. But they will not lose three games in a row. The Arizona Cardinals do beat the LA Rams in Phoenix, Arizona.
0: Yeah, I'm going Arizona as well. I'm going to be honest. I don't think I've ever picked against Arizona this whole time. And, you know, I I feel like I have to because I put so much into them. I bet all my cards on Arizona. But this is going to be a really good matchup. I think it's going to be closer than a lot of people think. But Arizona's offense is really good. It'll be fun to see Kyler Murray trying to run around Aaron Donald because he's coming for him. Uh, I know Arizona's center just had to retire because of a neck injury. Really? And he's been playing for a long time. Could be a big factor. I know Aaron Donald likes to play right up in the middle. Uh, it, it'll be interesting to watch. Jared Goff still throwing around, but I'm going with Arizona's offense over the Rams offense. And the final matchup is New England at the LA Chargers. LA Chargers, they always play really good, but they always seem to lose really close. And the and the uh, Patriots, kind of wishy-washy, but the, Cam Newton had a great game against the Cardinals. It'll be fun to watch. New England at Chargers, who's your pick? Man, I don't know that I would ever say this. I didn't know if I would
1: ever say this, uh, but... Gimme the Chargers over the Patriots in this one. I think Justin Herbert is is the future of the NFL. Um, not the future of the NFL, that's obviously Patrick Mahomes, but I think that he is going to be one of the faces um, of, of a new era of quarterbacks, you know, the changing of the guards. We're gonna live, we're gonna have an NFL without Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Big Ben, Phillip Rivers. You know, those guys will retire. And I think Justin Herbert is going to step in and kind of fill that void. Uh, and, I, and I really like what I'm seeing out of him. You know, they get Austin Eckler back. Got Keenan Allen playing at a really high level. Mike Williams is a good player. Uh,
0: so, yeah, give me the Chargers in L.A. this week. I'm going with New England. Man, I, I really like the Chargers. I think Justin Herbert does a good job, but they, they can never seem to win. They're always too, They're always close but short. Uh, and Cam Newton had a great game. I You know, they, they lack receivers and, and their defense is, is struggling. But I think Cam Newton is surviving. And I think they'll be able to survive against a Chargers team that's not developed yet. I don't think they're ready to make that step into, into becoming becoming contender. And I think they're close, but not there yet. Bill Belichick in New England, they will figure out what to do, and I think they will beat the Chargers. Gimme the Patriots. Don, we have four different picks this week. And you need okay. it.
1: Okay. And let's say let's let's just hypothetically say that I, I go I go four for four on those. Mm-hmm. It's it's all of a sudden uh, a, a much closer race in in the Pickham War.
0: Yeah, but it, it's it's so weird because all all the games that you're always confident in seem to bite you in the butt. I know. Goes I, for me. I've had it. Shout out Coastal Carolina because they're going to get it done.
1: It's episode nineteen, and I can tell you
0: that I've had it. Well, you know, to, this is more pressure on me because if I lose now, I'm a fraud. If I let you come back and beat me now, it's bad. If if I if you beat me week three, week four that would have been okay because you know what you you beat me then, but now because I haven't lost yet, if I end up losing, I'm embarrassed. I don't know if I can do the show anymore. So let me okay, let me let me just get the rules straight. I assume that we're gonna go
1: through the the NFL playoffs. So we'll, we'll do bowls, we'll do NFL playoffs, and 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 that'll be the end of our pick 'em. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. We can restart for FCS football. Yeah, and we'll we'll still have episodes in the spring.
0: Yeah, and we'll do we'll do like a pick'em for the national championship in the Super Bowl, but it won't count towards the record. And then we're gonna oh it go, won't no why not I mean you want to? I'm saying go through the Super Bowl yeah. okay yeah I'm
1: saying we will pick good bowl games we'll pick the college football playoffs we'll we'll pick the NFL playoffs and you know I get it we're gonna have a lot of the same picks on there because you know they're a good teams so but I say we still pick them and I say we make the end the last game of the season the the, the Super Bowl
0: yeah Okay, yeah. cool and then in that. the spring we're gonna cover FCS football and the slate will be clean, and we'll start 0 zero. I'm, I'm calling it right now. We will be the
1: number one source for FCS news in the nation. In the yeah, screen, I don't think right anyone here. else
0: is going to be uh,
1: as interested as we are. Well, listen, you, you're you part of Walk On Nation. FCS football is
0: going to be at the top of the mountain in the football world, and I am i couldn't be more excited. And I think the fun thing, too, is we get to cover our own games. We get to talk about how we did, you know, uh, you know. And talk about how our quest to get that conference championship, and you get to ride with us, and hopefully we get to win that conference championship. You're going to be here for all that. So it's going to be really fun to cover FCS in the spring and to get everything as we move on. So a hump, any last words before we end this episode?
1: Nope, just uh, just another week, uh, another week of, of great football, hopefully, and uh, we'll see you next time.
0: Yeah, next week we're going to talk about divisions. We're going to get into the NFL, talk about playoffs, and we're going to cover you know scores, do everything that we normally do, and we'll see you all next episode.